0: everyone, it's Anna Lane. Welcome to the Paper Airplane Podcast. This is the place where creators of all genres and styles come to share the stories behind their music. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Paper Airplane Podcast, everyone. This is Anna Lane, and this week I got to speak with very special guest, Gatton. I hope you enjoy our conversation. To start, I just... I would love for you to just give yourself like a little intro, what got you into music and why, and, you know, just a little bit of your backstory.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I have always been a musician and always been somebody who loved music and had a passion for it. Ever since I can remember, I grew up in church doing music and singing, but I never was really a songwriter. And in high school, I was a worship leader at my um, high school and my church. I went to a Christian school, and so something that I always did, I always liked, but I never had like a huge desire or passion. I just always kind of did it. And then comes sophomore year of college, which was about two, right about two years ago, um, two thousand eighteen, the summer of two thousand eighteen. I kind of lost like everything that I tied my identity to in different ways. So it was multiple best friends, uh, multiple relationships in different capacities, a girlfriend that I had for three years, and um, multiple opportunities. I pretty much lost all at the same time, which was the most painful time of my life and the most necessary time of my life because it forced me to really dive deep into myself and realize like, who am I apart from this person's best friend and the worship leader at this and the singer at this place. And I always tied my identity to something else. And so for it all to be stripped at the same time was devastating, but I needed it to happen to find myself in all of that. And so that's when the songwriting really started. I went to California for a month, um, over that summer. And I just wrote and wrote and wrote, and it wasn't even for, um, the I didn't want to release it even it was just like my own personal healing It was a healing mechanism for me Mm -hmm. and it was the only time that I really felt like released from some of the like really devastating pain and loss that I had experienced and so I remember one day I was writing and there there was a song that I was like oh my gosh like this is exactly what I mean like I've said exactly what I mean this is like why I do this this is so relieving and um, I didn't have a title for it yet and I was trying to figure out I was like what do I want this to be called like uh what am I doing and I was like beauty is when scars become art I guess and I just kind of like flippantly wrote that down I was like when scars become art eh, that's fine and what's became what at one point was so flippant and kind of just like disposable became literally like the anthem of my life mm-hmm. which is so ironic and so I in everything that I do I I try to cultivate the concept that we as human beings are more the same than different, but I've learned that through the first brand, which was like when like learning to find the beauty in every painful situation and finding an artwork and creating an artwork out of every scar. And so after that, I went on this journey of interviewing different people, doctors, therapists, counselors, professors, dancers, singers, homeless people, the list goes on. And, um, it's been about a year and a half since I started doing that. And I interviewed 80-ish, 80-plus people. And what that taught me was, like, my new brand, which is we as human beings are more the same than different. And that's what I try to portray mm-hmm. in everything. And, and basically what that means is, you know, though we have different interests and different goals and different childhood traumas. And we look different and we operate differently. We all long to love, to be loved, and to belong. Yeah, And I think if you can grasp those things then it creates space for things like forgiveness and empathy. And it really helps you to recognize that, you know, we're human and we really do just want to belong and to connect. We're wired to connect with each other. And I think if you can grasp it, it's it's easier to forgive people. It's easier to unite together. And um, that's kind of what I live for and what I do and all that I create is to cultivate that concept.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, I could, when I first heard your song, or one of your songs, I can hear that whole story in your songwriting. Mm-hmm. You're an amazing songwriter, and thank you. you
1: thank you so very, much.
0: Yeah, you very clearly portray that whole message in there. Um, I was kind of appreciate that. Yeah, of course. I was interested. Um, so I don't know what it's been like for you, but the way I first heard your music was actually on TikTok, and I was curious, oh, was it really. Yeah, and I was curious how that has played a part. In your career, because I know for a lot of current musicians, that's kind of given them like a push start. TikTok has totally, and yeah. I was wondering if if it's been like that for you. Um, yeah,
1: I think it has. Um, I've been doing music for a while now, so I do think TikTok helped a lot. Like, it's helped a few of my songs. Like, my one song, Waves, is like I started posting a cover of that,
0: yeah. And that's then, the song that I first heard. Oh, is that the one? Yeah, yeah.
1: okay, cool. Yeah, and that's kind of where I feel like the numbers went up a lot quicker than they normally do because, I mean, TikTok is, like, powerful. Like, there are mm-hmm. so many loyal people on there who are just, like, looking to find talent and stuff. And so I've, I've actually connected with a lot of different people from TikTok, which I never expected. I didn't want to do it at all. I was so against it. And then COVID hit, and then I was like, mm-hmm. well, maybe I'll download it. And then I did. And I've seen a lot of benefits from it, just being able to collaborate with different people and meeting different people and people find my music from that. I feel like a lot of people... Music-wise, specifically, have really benefited from that. So I would definitely say my career has been helped by TikTok for sure.
0: Yeah, I was just interested to know that. Um, yeah. So going back to the songwriting, just kind of like, what is the process like for you? Do you do you play any instruments? Does that like kind of how you start a song? And like, yeah, how does a strong a song structure look like for you?
1: Yes, great question. So I went to a conference, um, a songwriting conference my freshman it was the summer after my freshman year of college and it was a lot of really incredible songwriters and people in the industry and one of the the most life-changing advice that i got in my songwriting career um was to cultivate songwriting as a mindset and so by that this girl she basically meant like in every conversation that you have every tv show that you watch every anything Thing. Every new experience, every hike, every conversation, every relationship, find a song in it all because there is one and it's up to you as to whether or not you're going to be the one to write it. And so she was saying, like, go to the lobby of a hospital at 3 a.m. in the morning and eavesdrop on a conversation. That's a song. She's like, watch a new TV show. That's a song. So like every there's a song in everything. And that changed the way I viewed songwriting. And so basically, my songwriting process is incredibly unconventional because I'm pretty much always songwriting in the sense that I'm always writing things down. I'm always like just really observing all around me. I think that's the key to a good songwriter is being observant, observant of like our humanity and how we operate as human beings, observant of culture and nature and pain and loss and heartbreak, but love and joy and peace, just being observant of all the aspects of life. And so I'm constantly taking notes. My notes are like incredibly schizophrenic. Like they're just all (laughs) over the place and I'm always taking notes and I'm always um, trying to come up with new melodies. So it's kind of just like, I end up just piecing things together. I never really just sit down and I'm like, I'm going to write a song now. It's just really, for me, whenever I feel like I need it. I always have notes full of like random sayings or just thoughts that i've had and that helps me i think you have to write every single thing down and so for me it's like i go through seasons ebbs and flows of like sometimes i don't write as much because i just don't feel as inspired and sometimes i'm writing 24 7 but i try not to force it too much of like just a career thing because then i think it loses its luster and it becomes more forced than it is like authentic um so i try to maintain like just allowing it to be like storytelling more so than anything
0: So as I was saying earlier, your lyrics are very honest and personal. So I was just wondering, is it scary for you sometimes to be that vulnerable in your songwriting and just to put yourself out there in the way that you do?
1: Yeah, it totally does. Um, It is one of those things where I have, it kind of goes back to that shared humanity, like we are more the same and different concept. And I've learned like, if you live long enough, an inevitable factor of life is pain we've all been there. And to me, it's just some of the most relatable types of writing is like that heart-wrenching, vulnerable writing that no one else wants to write about, but everyone has been through. And so it's really hard, but I think what helps me to stay motivated is the fact that like, I'm not alone and that we're all in this and we all have experienced some form of pain or betrayal or heartbreak or loss or grief or whatever it is we all have been there. And so for me, it's definitely been a process of just learning to like accept that for what it is and just learning to how to articulate it. Because in order to write about it, you really have to go there. You have to like relive those painful experiences and remember how it felt when someone betrayed you or when you lost a loved one or whatever, like you have to go there and it's really, really painful. But it's really necessary and from so much heartbreak has come so much beauty and I think that's what inspires me the most is that I would not be a musician if I didn't go through heartbreak I wouldn't have my career I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you or doing half the things that I do now if I wasn't betrayed and had my seasons of loneliness and my seasons of heartbreak and loss it wouldn't exist and so I'm very clear and keen on the fact that you have to have that heartbreak and you have to I think write about it and just exist in it for it to heal and to become stronger out of it
0: yes for sure so i'm also interested to know about your recording process and how involved are you on the production side of things as well um do you do you do that or do you focus more just on your writing and let someone else kind of take over in that area
1: yes so um basically um two years ago when i came out with my ep one of my friends tyler omen he was wanted to produce more and he had never really produced anything and I hadn't really come out with stuff. And we we're just like, let's just like try to create something together. And we've really grown a lot together. And it's been really, really exciting for us to just kind of grow and learn about each other and learn about how to like operate in the music industry and everything. And so he's still my producer. We went to school together and then he graduated before me. He uh, moved to DC. And so I record here in Chattanooga with a different buddy of mine and then we send it over and Tyler edits everything. I am a producer in the sense that I call all the shots, like every single nitty gritty detail of the piano and the sounds and the licks and like every single thing is like my, like the vibe, all of that is at like, my call and they just execute it. I'm really particular about everything that I release and I don't want anyone to take away my, um, I guess artistic liberty and so I'm yeah I I would say I'm a producer in that sense but I don't actually do any of the like hands-on production stuff I just try to articulate exactly what I want to them and I don't really nothing like goes past me they always like run everything by me first and it's all my ideas and I don't really co-write that much because I'm so like particular about how I like my stuff.
0: Yeah so you were saying earlier um that you grew up singing in church and everything. So I was curious to know, because um, I can relate to that as well. How has your faith, would you say, impacted your music or has it in any way? Um, I was actually listening earlier and I I could kind of hear a little bit of gospel influence. And so I was just kind of curious what your thoughts were on that.
1: Um, I, think, I think I have multiple different genre influences in my music and I try to, I want to like, in essence, you know create i think every artist does like create my own sound I don't want to have any other type of sound other than my own and so i try to take multiple of my other influences like i love hill song i love elevation um a lot of like the christian bands i think are killing it right now and a lot of christian artists too cody carnes Corey asbury um Carrie jo lauren Daigle. i love those sounds and so those sounds as well as some r d flair and some indie pop and some singer songwriter i try to just pull from different genres and cultivate my own sound um i would say i also try to subtly portray a lot of christianity concepts in my music and i don't i'm not a christian artist but i'm an artist that's a christian and there's definitely a difference and so i want to i want people to know like it's okay you can be cool and be christian you can do things that are creative you can um you know, explore, and you can be like experimental with your creative, whatever. Whether it's photo shoots or you're an actual artist, a painter, whatever it is, like you know, we have liberty to create new things. And sometimes I think that's lacking in the Christian realm. Is just like that really like interesting risk taking creativity, and um, I want that to be more known. So I try to subtly portray some Christian concepts into my music, um, and you have to dig a little bit to find them, but that's kind of where I want.
0: And what about the performing side of things for you? Do you ever get to get out and play any, or do you are you hoping to do like a tour in the future or anything like that?
1: Yes, I would love to do a tour. I am more so, I haven't done live shows in a while because I chose to focus on the internet side of things a little bit more. I actually mm-hmm. DM'd Alan Stone and I DM'd him. Uh, about two years ago and I was like what's like one word of advice you would give to a up-and-coming artist and he just said get good at the internet so I was like all right I'm gonna do it and so I kind of chose to really dive more so into the internet side of things rather than the gig side because I felt like I saw more benefit I was being paid more on the internet side I was um just seeing more results in the internet side so that's and i think that's you know kind of where our culture is going so i try to do more internet as of right now and once covid kind of settles down more i'm gonna try to get into more gigs but eventually for sure i would love to tour just continue to grow the fan base and just do like a full-blown world tour country tour all the things
0: so what does the future look like for you are you in the works on maybe an album or um, are you just going to keep throwing out some singles or what would you say is coming soon for you
1: yeah, that's a good question. I um, have this year, I decided to do a single every other month. And so I wanted to come out with six singles. And they're all like, there's some similar themes in all of them. But I am working on an EP for the beginning of next year, which is super exciting. And it's going to be more of like a stripped acoustic type EP. And I... I really like singles. Like I like to come out with just a single because I think it's easier for people to just like listen to one song and it's not too many things. And sometimes I think even me as a listener, sometimes I don't want to listen to a full album or a full EPs. just like a lot of commitment, but I think now is the time where I'm going to try to have a lot more like projects, EPs, albums, all that kind of stuff. So yes, coming soon are some things. And then I have a, my song, Heroes, Hookers, Pastors and Pilots. I came out with that couple weeks ago and then the um acoustic version of that will be out this Friday.
0: I was gonna ask if you would share a little bit of the story and inspiration behind that song.
1: Yeah. So that song is kind of like the embodiment of all that I do and my brand, which is like I talked about, the more the same the different concept. And so I was actually reading um a Bob Goff book. I don't know if you know Bob Goff.
0: Yes, he's amazing.
1: Yeah, he's amazing. I was reading Everybody Always, which is one of my favorite books. It really shifted my perspective in a lot of ways. And he very, it was like super flippantly said um, in kind of the middle of the book, I think he was talking about like how we need to be loved to everybody. We need to show people love. And he was saying, we need to be loved to the heroes, hookers, pastors, and pilots. I think he said those words. It may have been one that I changed. I can't remember exactly, but I remember it struck me so hard. I was like, Wow, that's so true. We like, no one's exempt from our love and from the love of Jesus Christ. Like, we really need to be loved to everybody. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really easy to be loved to the good looking people or the polished people in church or whatever, but we have to be loved to all the the ins and outs of the people of this world. And so that struck me so much. And I thought, like, that's exactly what I want to do. I want people to know that, like, we are more the same than different and that we all should just be loved to one another. And at the end of the day, everybody cries. Like, it's a simple concept. Everybody cries and everybody dies. Like you are, those two things are promised in this life. And so I just started writing that song and that was one that was just so special to me. And I remember thinking like, it doesn't matter if this song gets like two streams or 2 million, I don't care. It's like exactly what I stand for. And I'm really proud of it because it's who I am and who I aim to be is just like loving all people and reminding people that we are more the same than different and so a lot of my photo shoots portray that concept too i just try to i put people in like a lot of different looking people from different places who have never met each other before in the same color and kind of see how it you know how we make can make some art together and to me that's my subtle representation of that is like more the same than different same color but they all look different They're all from different places and um I want people to see that in everything that I create like our shared humanity and that we really do just want to belong. And I think that's like the start to unity.
0: So you just called it your brand and this kind of came to mind. Um like I was saying your message is very clear and it's very evident what you stand for. Um and you've done the music thing and the interviews and the photo shoots and so Do you see this brand um, going beyond, like, much farther beyond the music?
1: Yeah, I do. I would love to dive more into the creative realm in terms of, like, maybe a magazine or some type of maybe online magazine or another Instagram account or blog or whatever. I'm not really sure yet. I do the interviews still. I interview a lot of people all the time. And I would really love to highlight some people's stories, like really in depth, whether that's like through videography, maybe or some type of blog or whatever. I would love to kind of take it into like highlighting other people a lot more and just letting people know of like some really inspiring stories. I just don't know exactly what that'll look like yet, but I do think that it'll be unpredictable because I never thought I would do these photo shoots ever. And that came out kind of out of nowhere. And so I'm just kind of hopeful. I think the Lord will provide, you know something different and unique and something in the creative realm that I can just highlight people's stories these these incredibly inspiring stories
0: so the people in the photo shoots are these people you've interviewed
1: a lot of them are yeah a lot of those people are people that have are either good friends or sometimes total strangers that I've never met before but have mutual friends with or know them from Instagram there's a lot of strangers in there um and then yeah, a lot of people that I've interviewed as well. And I've interviewed just a lot of different people to just to really get to know their stories and how they've overcome adversity and how, you know, their childhood. And it, people are just inspiring. Everyone has a story and everyone has something to offer and there's something to learn in every single person's story.
0: Just curious, um, what's one of your favorite songs you've written and why?
1: Good question. Oh, uh, let's see here. Yeah. Um, I think one of my most, one of the songs I'm most proud of is They Just Exist. Um, And it, to me, it kind of, basically that song, uh, I was starting to cultivate that concept um, of creating songwriting as a, a mindset. And so I was hiking one day and I was looking all around and I was like, gosh, it's such a beautiful day. I was looking up at the sky and I was like, it is, the sky is so blue. I mean, I can't even get over it. And then I looked down, I was observing everybody around me and everybody was like, there was a couple that passed and two people were complaining about some first world problem. And then everyone had their head down or was on their phones or they just looked like they were in a bad mood. And I just thought that's where the first line came of like, oh, and there was another person that um, was literally all gray head to toe. And so that's where the first line came of like, well, there's blue in the sky every day, but all they want to see is the gray, which basically just means like, there is something good to find in every single day And yet somehow you guys are going to complain about something and you're going to find something to be negative about. And so it was actually a little bit of like a bitter song, even though it's kind of like a bop. It was more of a song of like, there's something so beautiful and incredible about this life where pain and joy and love and loss perfectly fit. But y'all aren't going to live. Y'all are going to miss it. But I'm not. I'm, You know, it was kind of just saying like, most don't live, they just exist. And to me, that song is just a reminder of like, like wake up, everybody wake up and look around you and see all the beauty that there is because it's incredible. There's so many different little things about this life that just all the intricacies of life blow me away constantly. And so many people miss it because they're on their phone too much or they're complaining about something or they're just not paying attention. And so that to me was a really, I was really proud of that project because I said exactly what I meant and what I wanted to say. And I think it hopefully will shift some people's perspective.
0: Now, do you ever do any writing for anyone else or you just kind of like to stick with your own stuff? I
1: don't know. I'm not really big on that. And I think that's amazing when people do it. I love that. I just, for my own personal stuff, I don't really like writing for other people. Um, I think just because my songwriting is so personal and so specific to me that it just wouldn't feel as authentic if I was doing it for someone else. Um, But I think there's, it's amazing when people do write for other people. It's just not my thing.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I've really enjoyed, um, talking with you and I really love your message. I think it's very uplifting and I really appreciate you being willing to share, um, you know, a bit of your story with the world and just doing it in an honest and real way. And I just really appreciate that, but thank you for coming on. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. Thank you. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Gatton. I hope you enjoyed it. You can connect with him on social media and also listen to his music on any streaming platform. Thanks again for listening. Have a great weekend.